0: Welcome back to Lifegasm, book one, Marshall's Promise. I'm releasing this book in podcast form, obviously. So if you're just tuning in, I highly recommend you start at the beginning, which is the introduction slash trailer, and just listen all the way through. It's a book, you know, it makes more sense if you read one chapter at a time, even if you're listening. Anyway, thanks for being here, and uh, off we go. Lifegasm, book one, Marshall's Promise, chapter seven. Privilege. I prayed for 20 years, but received no answer until I prayed with my legs. Frederick Douglass. The following chapter was written contemporaneously with its release, that is, in April of 2021. Most of the action in the story so far has taken place in the early stages of the 45th American president's term. Like many in my demographic, I was at that time truly unaware at how deep the injustice ran through the veins of my own country. I knew there were important political issues to be addressed, but I wouldn't have known the first thing about addressing problems in that arena. It wasn't my calling to run for office, or even to join a nonprofit at that point— all I knew was that if I followed the call of the divine, I would eventually plug into whatever socket I was born to plug into. But as I listen to my own words so far with new ears, I can hear how my words may sound out of touch or hyper-privileged. I'd like to say now that I recognize my privilege— I recognize that my ability to navigate the world safely is not a privilege granted to all Americans, or all humans for that matter. And how fucked up is that? That the burden is somehow on my shoulders to express constant gratitude for my safety, instead of all of us expressing constant outrage at the fact that the human rights of our fellow humans are being violated in front of our very eyes? But I'd like to say another thing about my privilege. We can debate whether or not I was well off. And globally speaking, I certainly had more resources than most. But as far as American standards go, my income from my year of transience and exploration was well below the poverty line. I know I had assets. I know I wasn't actually, you know, impoverished, but I lived that life. For a little while, by choice, I chose to spend what little money I had instead of keeping that money squirreled away and laboring during, you know, that year to squirrel away more. This was a choice that many in my position or similar positions don't make. That's okay. That's their right. But what I'm saying is, while privilege was one building block of my story, free will was another. So what I'd like to say now is that I see that my journey took me exactly where I needed to be at exactly the right time. I wandered the world for about a year in this pre-COVID stage, right? Like just choosing gratitude, not even knowing to be grateful for the, for the triumph that is human collection. Anyway, then I spent the next three years after that journey writing about it. And, you know, often during that time, I wondered why I felt so alone and isolated when I knew my job was to help reconnect people to their own hearts and, in doing so, connect them to each other. But when I'd avoid a writing day and sit with my deepest heart, feeling lonely and like I was on the wrong path, re-asking the question, what was mine on earth to do? This is what I would hear. "Um, Have you finished your book yet? God, I gave you one job. So now that the book is complete and I am releasing it in standard Evie Wallace unconventional fashion as this very podcast, it occurs to me that the time I spent wandering and wondering and writing were merely placeholders, giving me something to do until I got here, right now. Because right now, in April of 2021, I know what I was born to do, and it involves fighting Nonviolently, to demand that the birthrights of my fellow human, starting with my fellow American, be honored. My deepest heart compels me to play my part in freeing the 2.3 million American humans held as hostages and slaves in their own country by their own government. I'm not saying I'm going to do it alone. In fact, I'd rather not. (laughs) But so far, even the people who seem in agreement about the untenable nature of America's armed, authorized power being used against her citizens to brutalize, intimidate, imprison, and murder, not one of them has suggested any action plan more forceful than vote or protest or sign this petition but my friends, I cannot in good conscience stop there. Sure, I'll vote. Sure, I'll protest. Sure, I'll sign that petition. But do you ever look back at where we've come over the last 100 years or 200 years or 400 years and feel like we are water bugs swimming north on a tsunami going south? In any case, I wanted to make sure that I said all this out loud to you guys, my audience, my listeners, whoever's out there, before I continued on with my story. Thank you all very much for being here and tuning in. I I do try to not obsessively check my download stats, but it's quite thrilling to watch the numbers go up even slowly. And yeah, I'd like to shout out to my friends listening in Paris and <laughs> Seattle and even in La I've always said that if my work has a positive impact on even one person, it will have been worth it. So I hope that's already true. All right, guys, now time to get on with it.